Now to the uh, let's just get into it. So to the two or three people that listen to this, yeah, we've been gone a long time, and that's we don't a little bit. And to update the people on the world right now, yeah, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. Yeah, we've that, been gone for that long. alone. Yeah, you went away to Indonesia at the perfect time. Yeah, I I, I got some uh, <laughs> some scope. Yeah, and you came. Nice you, you came back literally on the cusp of like world. Downfall. So, <laughs> yeah, world, world top spin, upside down pandemic. Yeah. So that, it's it's crazy. end of July That's now. Crazy. Yeah. Or sorry, end of June. My mistake. End, end of June. Now. And we haven't dropped anything since March third. Okay. Which means we haven't recorded since February. Correct. <laughs> so uh, good seeing you. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> you know, mixed emotions. Yeah. 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 But uh, this is for those couple fans listening. A special episode. I made the joke. It's our Rico case. Yeah, Rico case. It's Essentially, we're in a new location, a different location than we've ever been yeah, before. Yeah, and that's why there was no theme song either. We're just we're just getting into it because it's we got shit to say. It. Yeah, new location. We're in my garage. Well, don't give away the. This is you're not supposed to do that. Oh, we're in the evidence a, room. We're in a garage. We're in a garage. <laughs> like Stoop Kid from Hey Arnold. Good TV show. Stoop Kid. Solid cartoon. Um. But it was a, it was like a like a, a thought, and then it turned into a motivation, and then it turned into why wouldn't we? We have a platform. We talk to people. We have things that we say. Whether or not you care about it, clearly you're listening. Yeah. But the, we always have a perspective. Yeah. And what's going on this month? This month, yeah. Let alone this, especially this month. Decades and years, we just felt how couldn't we say something? Especially being, especially being, uh, an interracial multi- podcast. Yeah, I was like trying to find that as multi-ethnic. I think interracial works. There's, there's no yeah, backdoor shenanigans. Um, and we're the only one in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's important. It's important to both of us. It's important to everything going on. Well, the thing about, uh, you and I, we've been having these conversations long before the need to record these conversations. So like, I can appreciate that. But how do you stop having these conversations now that everything is just up at the surface? Mm-hmm. So, my intent was kind of help people understand a little more where at least I'm coming from. I happen to be the black one, the person of color, the Sarge. Yeah, I'm the boring one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's heard your story. It's just the. Uh, how, how do you not side with being against racism? Yeah, I, like that's the bottom line to everything. The fact that we've had to add so many things to make other people understand, like we had to say Black Lives Matter, and we've, we've and that was even and that was too much for a lot of people just to ask to, to matter, which is unfortunate. But again, like it happenstance that America happens to be such a land that through all of history that I've learned, because I've learned a lot of American history. More so than Canadian history. Well, you've been there too. Like you've I've been, I've been in America. For, I've lived, for, for I lived in uh, adjacent America for a time. They've always been able to draw a line in the sand. It was either North versus South, Red versus Blue. Always, eh? Republican versus yeah. Democrat. That's fine. But if the line now is racists versus everybody else, it's an easy decision. It's an easy decision. Well, it should be an easy decision. You would think so, right? Um, but there's that means there's more homework and like motivation and like information and activision that needs to happen behind that because 
just saying you're against racism, you would think would be enough, but you're fighting systemic racism. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> and, and that's what, like, people are now starting to understand, which is unfortunate because literally it runs so deep. And that's what I'm... Like, I've always known that it's been there, but I never knew it was like this. And that's why I kind of... I felt... Well, it doesn't matter how I felt, but it's, it's, it was eye-opening, to say the least. Right. In one moment. May 25th, like when George Floyd... When that happened. When he was when murdered he, on was, film. Yeah. <laughs> By police. By the officer of the law. Yeah. So just in a... That was like... Fundamental definition. Someone's getting murdered on camera by the the people that you're entrusted right. to to protect you. And this has been happening, right? But it's this one was just so well, this raw. Was, this was the live broadcast. So all those like weird kids that I was trying to show you those Al Jazeera beheading videos. Yeah. This is to that level, just yeah. not as beheading. But again, a knee on the neck is just the exclamation point to like decades and centuries of systemic and systemic is such a like dangerous word because it's basically like cut a leg or two from black people as a whole when you think about how the constitution was built we were written in as three-fifths of a human so already yeah there's there's a bias and a belief that's been passed down that these people you people aren't even fully human that's that's a level that's probably gonna fuck with you, for you know everything, like all the time. But that's that's what's crazy, because I've never had to worry about from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed is how I have to act or how my presence will affect certain. I just do my thing. Mm-hmm. You get to be yourself a hundred percent all the time. All the twenty four seven, three sixty five. That's literally a dream. And that, I, that's something that I've always taken for granted. My side, I'm sure a lot of a lot of white people have because it's just systemic. Like that, like you, this is how it. And I always just I just assumed everybody was like that, but it's it's that's naive. <laughs> that's naive as shit. Fair. And I again I appreciate everything you're saying because acknowledgement is and accountability is one of these big things about the movement. Like there are specific words and ideals that need to happen, as like a way to actually uproot the system. And that's what's happening around in the world right now, too. Like, the world is so fucking fed up that they're riddle- they're literally toppling things over from street to boardroom to mentality. And it's the mentality that's the hardest because people don't understand how systemic racism works or just stereotyping or the bias behind the way that you treat people intentionally or unintentionally. I was going to say, and a lot of it, is subconsciously it's just that's the way which is I have I, I could count most. how many times people have either clutched their purse or yeah. crossed their sh- crossed the street which is yeah like, from me on the path um, and, <laughs> and you're not threatening at all I, like, I'm not threatening at all I mean I don't know if that's a backhanded compliment either but <laughs> it's interesting the way people ha- get these biases and learn these biases and treat people because at the end of the day that's what we're trying to get to we're trying to get to an equal level where you understand that black people are people and we should be treated as such but if it's systemic it hits on so many different levels if you look at 
the mentality of your neighborhood. I mean, everyone's seen Boys in the Hood. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Quality. But definitely a very skewed um, experience that's tragic for a section of people. But so many relatable experiences off of that movie. One of my favorite quotes is, why is there a gun shop on almost every corner in the community? Yeah. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner of the community. Why? Because they want us to kill ourselves. And that was so easy for a government or people in, in control to manipulate in a neighborhood when black people never had full control of what was happening. I even took it a step further is, what else do you see on those neighborhood corners? You see McDonald's, you see KFC, you see Taco Bell. And there have been uh, documentaries proving that to eat this diet constantly would essentially kill, kill you. you. So they keep finding ways to inject us with things that don't belong in our bodies. Um, you look at Walmart, something that already has its own issues with... Um, I saw something today about Walmart. Uh, how they operate. Oh, I didn't, we didn't put in the waiver. Uh, these, these views are expressly um, owned and personal oh, yeah. to... Uh, uh, Dank. Kogan Dank. Well, the dank, dank, don't, dank don't, don't, don't sign yourself up unless you're ready to sign up for uh, And again, we're not, uh, I'm not, I'm not speaking as an expert. By no means, I'm not trying to um, point a flaw without pointing back a finger because that goes back to accountability as well. Like, there's always something more you can be doing. And that's the point of this too. Like, we're having this conversation because this is more that we can be doing to change all of this uh, racism. So I don't want to throw a coke under the bus unless you don't want to be under this bus because I'm going for broke. Going back to Walmart, uh, uh, or a corporation that already has problems with the community as in they're just basically something uh, corporationally owned and thrown into the neighborhood to move out all the mom and pops, all the if black owned, if Korean owned, if Asian owned, if Irish owned, if Italian owned, if Indian owned. They come in and they kick out all those stores. But if you look at where they put their stores and what they put in their stores, it's an indication of their systemic racism. Because I know specifically, I'd have to go travel to a specific Walmart if I want to get better shit. And usually those are the rich areas. And it happens to be that the rich areas are usually white people white areas. areas. Yeah. Now, if I'm Walmart as a corporation and I own everything that's in the store why wouldn't I put everything good available in to every store? all my stores yeah. it's another fundamental level of fucking with us as black people like you're literally excluding me from everything under your banner but it's under your banner so you don't want me to own the stuff you're trying to sell me and you don't want me to own the shit that I get from mama pop shops did you see the thing from today? I think, well, I think I saw it today, but it's the, they're selling the All Lives Matter shirts. Oh. And it's like, that's, okay, no. well, so now, now you're, you're choosing a side. Yeah, you're funding, and, you're funding racism. And that's not. Wow, I did not see that. I saw it just today, and I was like, fuck. And for anybody who says. All Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. you got to understand what you're saying and what you're talking about. When you, when you break, I broke my foot last year. Last year I broke my foot, and I went to the, the hospital to get an x-ray and, and, you know, cast it up. They didn't cast my arm. My arm matters. They didn't get the cast. My foot did, because that was the one that needed the cast. That's right. the one that needed the help. I didn't say, oh, you know what, do my whole body. 
all my all my bones matter. That's not. That's what you had. You have to look at it a different way. Okay. No one's saying black like, people are better than white no, people. Not, black they, people are supreme to everybody else. We're trying to matter. We're trying to be on the same level, which is something that I heard John Stewart say. Um, while black people were fighting for equality, white people were building equity. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, that hurts so That's good it. and yeah. so bad. And leave it to a comedian to fucking be the most poignant on it. Which I don't know how you guys have been dealing with this pandemic of racism and other pandemics. Um, humor has been fucking an outlet that has been necessary for me at least. Because yeah. there's, there's so much shit going on. And even better, so much shit's getting toppled over. But that means all the fucking dirt and all the debris is getting kicked up in the air. And everybody's breathing that shit in. And for a lot of us who happen to look a little more like me than maybe look like you, we're breathing in a lot more shit. Because it's not just the shit that's being kicked up. It's the fact we've been telling you about this shit. For so long. And the fact that, which I appreciate, I like we have to shout out to uh, allies and people for the cause because that in itself has been crazy but when we talk about kicking up dust and I get it twice as much or three times as much it's what's happening it's my allies now engaged and wanting my energy to explain what's happening appreciate it but that's a lot see that's yeah that, that's the part that kind of got me at the beginning is, yeah. when, it, is when I started it. I just go whenever it was like oh you know this is this is really real. This has been here. Now everybody knows about it. Racism is a real thing in 2020. Now go talk to your black friends. <laughs> that that pissed. I was like, that's the fucking. That's not the worst idea, but you have to understand what you're saying because a lot how of you're saying it and when you're saying it and where you're saying it. These are all things who, that who you're saying it to and who you're saying it to after how long you've been waiting to say it. All of those things have a different innovation so, to the conversation. One thing I want to say before you go into anymore, I just want to say I'm, I'm sorry for everything you must be experiencing right now because it's, it's... And I appreciate it 100%, bro. Like, all love. But the same thing I've been telling everyone that wants to give a little credit to what I'm doing, it ain't even about me. And I've been saying that more than everything else. It's about the fucking movement. And to finish the last thought and all the dust getting kicked up, it's the experiences. Because for like me and a lot of other hard conversations I've had with close people, it's what all of this is uprooting in our lives and our experiences to this point. So all of us black people and people of color that have gone through fucked up shit and had people say, no, don't believe you, don't listen, afraid, fear, the gambit of emotions. We're now replaying and reliving all of that stuff as we attempt to tell people we matter so there are heavy days there are extremely heavy days um and there's no signing of it letting up which i can only hope is a good sign because it's a fucking marathon i'm not out for the sprint the race like we got some cool things out of this but fuck off like the list i think was Aunt Jemima's racist ass is coming down. Yeah. There are black skin tone band-aids. And statues being pulled down. Statue pulling, is good. Statue pulling good it down is different than the establishment. That's the people. The yeah. people are like, fuck that's it. Great. We're that. taking it down. That shit was allies, black people, people of color, smart people, 
just understanding we're living in society that has not only force feed us the wrong history but then erected monuments of people who usually lost or fucked up the ones that are walking by and nobody was like hey like uh this is a bad idea now i don't know how much we have of that in canada because you know yeah we're not quite we're the little brothers but when people go i hear like oh it's not that bad in canada i don't believe that i don't it's bad. I, I don't believe that. Maybe not. I don't know if it is as bad, if it's not. I, I don't know. But, but again, I don't, that's, I don't you see, you're going to have to include that in your apology because yeah. that's that's a side that you would never fully understand. Yeah. Yeah. You only get to see racism from your side. Yeah. So you don't not like to understand the different levels that it could hit you. Maybe it's not as prevalent as living in 1980s um, Compton, L.A., but there's still fucked up shit that can do more damage to you in so many more ways in addition to murdering and we haven't even talked about like murdering heavy but we're, we're building up to that um i mean I don't, I don't think anyone goes to the don cherry tim hortons anymore like but that's him going against i'd like i'd like to just shout out the people that were more upset about don cherry losing his job than george floyd losing his life and tell that, us we're tell us we're not canadian that was that was that was eye-opening to me and, and that's a, a, a obvious division in the sand. So again, I don't. I, and going back to racism in Canada, there's a whole Aboriginal community that I don't even understand what they're going through. Yeah. And they've been getting it long before anyone else, <laughs> considering they're the first ones here. Yeah. So apologies to me for not. I, and that's and that's accountability again. Like, I can point the finger. I can point the finger. I can point the finger. But if I'm not smart enough to be like, yo, there's more that I can be doing, so I can keep fucking pointing these fingers. We're all missing the bigger point here because we're in a position now where everyone's listening everyone's paying attention everyone's like you hope the smart will prevail like the things that make sense well but you have to understand the mentality that's been ingrained in both the victim which I never want to use to talk about black people because I don't believe we're victims but we've been victimized that's yeah that's good reason. and the oppressor which has always been painted as the established the man the money right yeah. which is fucked because the man the money holds all the power and there are places where you can find and release yourself from these powers like in education but if you're not giving the same money resources time, love, to the same schools in the same area, of the same neighborhood, of the same state province that you're representing, you don't fucking care. Because education is the one way out for everybody. Mm-hmm. And whatever your education is, all power to you. Because I'm not trying to say someone that has a degree is smarter than someone that is a mechanic. But the fact that there's not fair and equal education to give someone the choice of how they want to live, thrive, and achieve in their life is fucked up. Even more so, it's fucked up that when they have the opportunity to learn the history, so we're not doomed to repeat the history, we're not learning all of the history. Like we said before, we learned a lot more American history than Canadian history. American history is rich with white people winning shit. (laughs) And I know that, it's been bloody. Congrats to you. But there's a whole fucking segment missing. And then the fact that there are cases out there when parents try to get their kids in good schools 
out of their district, they are charged and sent behind bars. I'm not going to have the names for you. Apologies for that. I'm not going to have the stats. For me, this is all about my mentality and how I'm feeling with it. And it ain't hard to Google any of this shit. How, well, I, that's a good point. How, how I just you, want to compare how, that to a, a black mother behind bars for sending her kid to a better school for, I want to say, five years against an actress who had an entire university ring operation where she could pay and have her daughter go to any collegiate school that she wanted to. Found guilty, because it's illegal, you can't do shit like this. And went to jail for, I don't think, longer than three weeks. (laughs) It's, well, how... uh, how do I not? How do you? What like? Yeah. I'm a loss for how to process that. Yeah. That's the only one way. Because that's another level of education. Those are two moms just trying to make sure their kid gets a better life. Yeah, they're both same goal. One of them has a lot more money to do so. Congratulations. But one just sign up a different address so we could all get equal. Uh, just another level. Well, how like how do of you of systemic racism? How have you like how? You said, you said how do you feel? How, so how do you feel? Like, how's it evolved from before May 25th to Well, I've always been, I've always been angry, but I've always been fortunate enough and smart enough to adapt that anger. So we go back to how we were saying that um, you've always got to feel yourself 365, seven days a week, 24. I've had to learn to adapt and change the mixture of who I get to be in public behind closed doors and situations adapt I've always had to try and accommodate someone else in order so they don't weaponize what they think I look like because it's just looking at me and already have a precept sorry yeah and the the excuses well don't give them a reason whatever that means (sighs) Because as we've seen, it doesn't doesn't take much to give them a reason, right? Uh, that goes back to environment too. Yeah. Like, part of that's I I've been lucky to be in an environment where like I was well off, middle class. I got and I love Toronto. I'm never gonna say a bad thing about it. Multicultural school all the way up. So I got to learn about a whole bunch of different cultures around the same time and make friends with a whole bunch of different cultures around the same time. But because of that, I'm exposed to everyone else's preconceived notions of what my race is to at any given time. So, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's levels and levels and levels of how that's fucked up compared to an environment created where, hey man, maybe I get to be around all the black people, so I get that experience. But we're all jammed, packed in on top of each other low security low um, shops guns liquor stores low money for education good school districts and you call it a ghetto on top of that you constantly send in things to fuck with that ghetto to keep it well, to keep to keep it under control yeah. under under the thumb under under a position of higher than 
it's so fucked up and you you can't get mad at anyone for always being mad there's like yo bro every day there's a, a reason to be angry about something being black 100% I can't take that away from anyone like some of my favorite friends are fucking angry all the time and it's not like I can be like yo hey, calm down man take a chill pill yeah their experiences are inherently their own and still exactly like the black experience I'll never be able to fully explain it but I'll, gi- I'll give you as much as I can tonight it's inherently personal as well as universally shared because we've all gone through the same sort of fucked up situations where we can understand without saying half the time shit's fucked up while not even ever having remotely the close same experiences they can be few and far and they can all be closely related but because it's systemic because racism has always been this is how I'm imprinting your life yeah your life is changing now because of the environment and the circumstances that I'm now putting onto you. It's like, fuck? The fuck you say? Mm-hmm. Explain this to me. No, no, no. What, what we're explaining, uh, it's in your head. It's not how you say it is. It's how we say it is. On top of, it's not how you question what we say. It's you don't question us. On top of, it's not how you see yourself. It's how I see you. And that's it. That's. I mean, that's not that's, it. No, I mean that. No, I mean that's it. As an I see you like this, and that's the way you are. Yeah. And that's the way everybody's gonna see you, because that's the way I see you, or we see you, or whatever. Well, I see you first, and I don't like the way I see you now, so I'm gonna change the way everyone else wants to see you, which is so fucked. That... But that goes back to culture, though, right? Like, black culture is inherently deep and rooted in everything. Yep. And. Music. And Sport, any, like music, sports, food, language, oh style. We can go all distance for it. But how it's typically been, I want to say, maybe second best is sport. Sport's amazing. We're both big, huge sports heads. Yeah. But you can inherently see problematic behavior when you only expect this amazing athlete to do what you want them to do. Yeah. Like, they're no longer a hero. They're like an action figure. And compile that to, if you've ever been a... That's A live sports game. Imagine the player you don't like on the opposite team. Now, I'm one to boo and say stupid things that people don't <laughs> like. Yeah. But take it a step further if you cross that racism line. The amount of things that have been said to people that you are paid your money to go be entertained by because you felt they didn't fit into whatever box you tried to imprint on there's like enough hate crimes to fill what Boston Garden yeah yeah and it's in all of them it's in all of them I there was a Wayne Simmons mm-hmm. uh, black hockey player he plays for Philly right now no he plays for Jersey but he, when he was playing with Philly they did an exhibition game in London Ontario right Banana peel store on the ice. <laughs> or a banana. I don't know how many. It could have been. But still, the fact that that happened. Why? And you knew what you were doing from inception. You, you knew what knew. you were doing before you left the house. Yep. You knew what was going on. You knew what that meant. Yeah. And followed the steps. You waited your moment. Yeah. Like the fact that it was so calculating to get And again, point. you paid to get in there. 
to, to be entertained. To, en- to enjoy a sport you would think that if you pay to see live, you enjoy. And you're bringing all this hate with you that's, I don't know where the fuck it's from, but it's there, which is... Right. Now, he took all of that hate and a banana peel and threw it at that player. That player now gets all of that thrown onto him in several fucking different ways. The sport that he plays for, the team that they go to play against, the team that he's with, city they're in, the city they're in, the experiences that digs up, and then the fucking media in his face. Yep. And if there's one thing we've learned about this fucking pandemic, be careful of what media you're taking in. <laughs> if anything, take in more variety of uh, yeah. media. And search it out. Don't or news you. sources. Yeah. I mean, to just look at the title and assume that's the entire story. And that's like, oh, people love doing that. Well, People love that. Love a clickbait. Oh, that's a good title. I'm going to roll with that. Here's the thing. All the news channels have already been fucking on high alert since March 20 something to mm. do fucking pandemic episodes I want to say May 26 there was a unira- unilateral change to George Floyd what's going on the protests and I haven't seen in my lifetime as many black faces on CNN in the positive for ever so it was such an interesting flip of the switch of we're no longer handling the pandemic now we've shown an execution in the streets and now the people are fed up of all this fucking shit that's going on let's talk to as many black voices as possible now the problem with the media is they're only following the hottest story going around so I want to say about a week and a half ago definitely before Juneteenth Happy Juneteenth, everybody out there, if you catch this again. The flip back to the pandemic started to happen. And the stories about the protesting, the, the law changing, the accountability, the... Well, let's just say, like, the media doesn't... They don't want to cover peaceful protests. All changed. Right? No. So when the They protests, got mad when they had to cover peaceful changes. Exactly. When the protests kind of settled down, well, that, that's not fun anymore, because now... You know, nothing dangerous is going on. No. And change is happening. Yeah. And Slowly and incrementally. Yeah. But there's no story here. There's no... And the, and the stories were... Cops are fucked up. Yeah. Because they geared up and tear gassed the Ollie's... In a pandemic. How do you tear gas your people in a pandemic? Cops are fucked. The last, time, the last time I checked, tear gas is a... A, a senses... Like, it fucks with your senses, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're breathing in your lungs. Yeah. And in a pandemic with flus going around, yeah, yeah. I think I need you need those to, lungs to, to breathe, yeah. right? The bullets to the head, the pep, the, was the pepper bullets? Yeah, pl- uh, the rubber bullets. Yeah, B- pellets shooting, um, more fun. brutality, and still oh, killing. Hurt, yeah, yeah. And, and still killing. There's still lynching going on. Well, there's the video of, of the cops fucking up their own car. Yep. <laughs> There's reports now of cops um, falsifying that they got poisoned at a Shake Shack with a milkshake. <laughs> they made that up. We both saw um, Officer McMuffin. And that, here's the was, thing. There was one today where, uh, well, I saw it today. It's probably from a couple days. I don't remember where it was, but they, they had a warrant. There was a warrant for a dude that was loitering. Who, and this is all body cam. Yep. 
Right? This this was so crazy. And so he, the one cop comes up to talk to him. Is it crazy? No, it's crazy that they're still, like, it. it's crazy that they're being recorded. They don't yep. even, like, they're Noth- just, And nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed being recorded. But okay, anyways, they sorry, yeah, the wrong, go on, go on. They approached the wrong dude, because he was a black dude in the hood. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, I was just over there um, at Western Union. I was getting some money. I was wiring some money to my sister. That's all. Right. As he's talking to the guy at the body camp, another cop comes up behind him, grabs him from the back, goes, put your arms behind your back. Put your arms like, you ha- like, he's, he's bear-hugging him. Right. Slams to the ground. I think he broke some ribs. And then they cuff him, and they go, we got a warrant for your arrest. And the cop on the cam goes, oh, no, this isn't the guy. See? And the guy's like, what? This isn't the guy? Like, no, he's over there. This is somebody else. Mm. So now you've got... Mm. So you got a whole bunch of problems here. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of problems. <laughs> a few. <laughs> the guy with the candy, the guy with the body cam knew this wasn't the dude with the warrant, but he let it go all the way. Correct. Until the warrant was brought up. Oh, no, this isn't him. The other guy comes up behind the dude from behind, like sneak bear hugs, and slams to the ground for no reason when he couldn't put his hands behind his back because his hands were held to his side. being bear hugged behind him, yeah. Thirdly, they asked for ID originally. He gave them the ID. So the guy at the body cam saw that the name wasn't the guy that they were. So they he could have just been like, you know what, you're fine. Like this whole like it's just (laughs) cops are there to de-escalate a situation. In experiences with black people, it's always been an escalation, and it's fucked. Like fuck the police, and I'm saying that because fuck all the bad apples, and that's the fucking word going around. No, it's but fuck the, the bad apples. I want good apples. I want police to do their job. I don't want to be a fucking cop. I I'll, want police to protect and fucking serve. Before this has all happened, I've made. I don't fuck like. The I don't like. I don't like cops much. Just I don't like the the whole cut of their. Liking's different. Do your yeah. fucking job, well, man. Yeah, but do your I'm, fucking job. I've made. I've made. I've poked fun at them before. This is years prior, and Dang won't say anything bad about them. Like before, I was like, no. I make fun of them. He's like, you don't find that funny? Be like. No, they're doing a job I don't want to do. Yeah. Fuck it. He's never said anything bad about a cop before. No, and, and I was trying to get him to this. I don't tempt fate like that. Why well, not? You're a spiritual guy like that. but Sure. But it's... Oh. It's the controlling power He's, that they've given this position. But the fact that you don't still treat us as a human. Like, the power and control is to protect and serve. Like, I go back to the two... Fu- it's on your fucking car. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. Not fuck with and kill. And, the, and they say they say the bad apples and the good apples. Well, the good apples aren't about to lose their job snitching on bad apples because there's a whole bunch of cops that have lost their job. One that died by suicide when they started to exploit, mm-hmm. when they started to you know bring to light what's um, going ex- on in yeah, the fucking yeah corruption and things like that. They all seem to lose their jobs. So the good apples they might be not doing anything. Uh. Personally, right? But by not doing anything, (laughs) there's still guilt. Like it's there are no good apples. I'm sorry to say it. Tell me this is wrong because this is how I learned. If you have a rotten piece of fruit next to other pieces of fruit that aren't rotten, they all rot. They all rot. Yeah. So keep using that banana fucking metaphor, but you're all fucking rotten if that's what's happening, man. Yeah. Fuck that. What? uh, What's so with all this going on? The, what's the biggest surprise, or just to kind of get on the the biggest positive surprise? I'll give I'll give you both. I know exactly where you're going with that. Okay. I'll give you both. 
the not surprise for me, which is painful in itself, is every story that I hear and how heinous and how fucked up it is, every video I watch, every every line retweeted that's funny and makes me think, every conversation I have to have with anybody, but mostly black people, it's I'm not surprised. Hmm. So, when the second part of that, the positive, which is allies, when allies come and show me this shit and want to talk about this shit and unpack this shit, their outrage is, is feverish and painful and I understand and that's great because we've been feeling this but I'm not surprised. It's none of it surprising. It's solely deeply rooted in the back experience. So it, it hurts because I should always be more outraged. I should always be more angry. I should always be more sad. I should always be more frustrated. But I have to learn how to fucking balance those along with things that make me fucking happy. So one of the greatest surprises is allies. Black Lives Matter is not a new movement. No, no, it's not. Black people speaking up and saying, yo, this is fucked up over here is not a new saying. Black people getting fucked with is not a new concept. So the fact that it's not just black people and people of color supporting in this fucking movement to change all this shit is fucking the greatest surprise I could have ever wished for. Well, I mean, I'd have a greater wish. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no racism. <laughs> yeah, like, e- equal of everything, everything. Um, fuck you, police. Uh, <laughs> but allies is just so... It's such a new concept, which is a shame to say. Because for our generation, we went from... The turn of the digital age, because we knew what it was without digital. Yeah, yeah. Into maybe the peak. I want to say the most utilized, because there are complete generations that only know how fucked up the world's been from 1999. Yeah, yeah. And 1999, yo, 9/11 happened. Yeah. Fucking oil wars Y2K. happened. Why 2 k Why 2 k was the year coming in, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> up to. Trump. All through that shit, black people being killed and fucked over on so many different levels. But how allies have now come forward in technology is I could have never expected for. Case in point, you remember Blackout, um, hashtag Blackout Tuesday, I want to say. The counterbalance to that was uh, Whiteout Wednesday, which was supposed to be for uh, supremacy white power rangers to just be flooding the internet now with their shit but turned into a counter attack from allies K-pop 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 stands fucking destroyed that shit I never laughed so hard amazing in so long off of allies who understood yo we may not be there marching although people been marching all fucking everywhere and we gotta talk about that after K-pop stands but K-pop stands obliterated just a whole segment a small segment I want to hope I want to believe that just felt it was their duty to push more racism yeah off of and here's the thing I don't know why it's creating a battle 
because again you're fighting the southern war of we want slavery to still exist and everyone's like no we don't want that to yeah. exist anymore yeah. we want to be the opposition of that but they're like no white power so I don't I don't get it but I, I'm glad I don't get it because I just don't what's, I don't, to, what's to get it's, yeah exactly what's to get Back it's, to the, it's, 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 it's gotta be some sort of fucking insecurity like or misunderstand I don't know I don't know I don't oh you think, think inherently to understand wh- white to black relations yeah I don't know man I don't know uh, I don't know I, I don't get it I don't understand I mean what does it fucking matter okay uh, like, like I, I even hate the word race because it was made it was created by the man sure to you, segregate, you can say the man. Yeah, it's cool for to, you to say the man. To segregate, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. To segregate those in different demographics. That's why it was, there's no such thing as race. It's never existed. Ethnicity. Correct. You know, it's country of origins. Well, that's why that you, like you said what I mean today. The the fact that you say white power inherently doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make sense. Because it you're doesn't. not you're not representing no. what you are in the genealogy. Yeah. The genealogy. And, of, of, and species of man? And as a white person, I can track back, I know where I came from. Correct. Not every black person knows where they came from. No, there was some so, things that, you know... Yeah, got in the way of that. And change, that's so, changed that a little. Because I saw people arguing because there was the black power, there was the, uh, the white... Like, well, black power is the same as white power. No, no it's not. It's, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Do you want to explain black power? <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just I just was like it does. It's no. This is another example because Black Power was the movement in the seventies, coming off of the heels of the movement in the sixties, which was a civil rights movement. Yeah. So every February, you all know all the names you need to know. I mean, you can learn more names, but we're not going to throw them out there. Google, Google February. You'll see who. But seventies brought in a completely different change, radical change, more. I want to say militant, but that's not the right word. That's yeah, the word that the they put onto us. It was organized and. Um, Constitutional, because they followed every rule of the um, the law, and then still tried to create an equal an equilibrium to what it was meant to be to be black. Going into the eighties, when they were trying to push the first black presidents and more change, there was pushback because the law was doing fucked up shit to the people, and it got recorded. And even more so. In the 90s, where you have cases where cops are on trial, recorded, camcorder, so that's how old we are, so that's a VCR, beating and tasing a man to almost death, and all four of them in the legal system got off, no charges. So we talk about levels. It's one thing to get. Well, I mean, it's one thing to get beat (laughs) up by the cops in the ticket, go home, sleep it off, but then to have them on trial. And just watch the entire justice system time and time again, right? Like, I'm not a legal head, but time and time again, just fail what it's supposed to do. Because you're not only fighting the case, you're fighting the lawyer who's got money and now better education and a better set of skills and loopholes to get out of. You're fighting the jury who are hand-selected to not understand what you're going through because they don't look like you. And the only time they've ever seen you is on the media. I want to say for the '80s, it was the crack e- epidemic. That was the, right, yeah. that was that was my hit on that one. Matched up with the judge, who's been doing this for a long time and been doing the same thing for a long time. So if they're inherently conservative, for lack of a better word, against yeah. black people in the court system, 
you're fucked. Yeah. On top of the sentencing, the charge, the what was really, what they said versus what I said, like, how many levels can you fuck me over? Huh. How, how do you escape that? And then you look at where the majority of black people, I don't want to say, I'm not even going to finish that sentence because I don't think it's true and I'm not going to put it into the universe like that. But a, a large segment of the black population has ended up incarcerated. And if we've learned anything, prisons are fucking farms. Yeah. Oh, and they have no interest in uh, rehabilitating, rehabilitating No. No way. No, or, or giving back freedoms or nope. skills no, or you're, education. You're there to get poison. You just become more fucked up there. That's Look how deep we are in the system. So we went from the law I potentially broke, but probably didn't because I already got profiled through the law system, to what you've now made my place of employment and community. You've put me in a place around people that look like me, but are the most angry they've ever been around me. And I'm supposed to get rehabilitated and come out a better version of myself on top of whatever the fucking COs are doing up in that motherfucker, whatever yeah. fucking wardens are doing up in that motherfucker. Yeah. You want to talk about race? I think that's where you can start talking about it in fucking penitentiaries. Apologies if I step on toes, but that's definitely lines divided. Yeah. There are days where you've got to be fighting for your life. Yep. Huh? Which is correct. Like I, not, I, yeah, I don't. Off of what this officer decided that the crime you were breaking. Yeah. Like, yep, weed's a billion dollar industry. I think there are more black people behind bars for, for fucking weed. For like and like minimal possession. weed possession. Possession. Which that, is ridiculous. That, Why? That, you get... that now would get a. <laughs> uh, uh, a laugh at from a cop if they pulled you over and you had that. Like, yeah. it's such a under... Yeah. A afterthought. It's like, what? I've had, I've huh? had several interactions with police. I've never had to fear for my life. No. I've never been... I've been pulled over a couple of times. I've never been like... I could die right now. Never. And that's something... That's another part of the thing I've never had to consider. Hmm. Which is... <laughs> it's crazy. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there's everything to cheer about. Well, it's a joke, right? We made jokes before, like, yeah. oh, don't worry, if I get pulled over, yeah, okay, <laughs> let me let me drive. And that's you why know, Coke it's... has driven a lot of yeah. fucking places. Yeah, that's a joke. We've and actually, that can be we've made that joke. Yeah, before. That, that's indirectly and directly. Like, don't worry, I can I, drive. I yeah, I would pay. I would always go with that option. Craziest thing, the craziest, if, if that's what the combo. Craziest thing that one meme you sent me. Fuck. That one meme you sent me. That one tweet you sent me, where the guy uh, was recounting during one of the marches mm -hmm. one of the protests and they yell white shield yeah that blew my mind explain to them what white shield is that blew my mind where they'd where they be marching uh, it's a BLM march and the black people in the front and the cops black people people of color were coming yeah, yeah. in closer closer and they yell Walking white shield the and the white people would jump in front and, and the lock cops, hands and the cops backed off which is crazy treated them nicely well you've seen the meme of I don't want to I want to say march Early April of all the the whites, the the Amys, the Karens, the Aarons out there with semi-automatics screaming in the fucking faces of cops. Oh, yeah. Give me back my salons. Give me back my. Oh, give me back my <laughs> gyms. Yeah. Just like rude. Yeah. Like rude. I'm understanding how fucking ignorant these civilians were in the faces of authority. Because in any circumstance. You smack a bitch they're fucking acting up I'm a f but nothing they're just they like any, sorry ma'am yeah. can't do that so I know you understand restraint 
But the flip of the switch? That's... The flip of the switch is... Well, I saw one. I saw one where in the training. I saw one. I know this, this is turning to a bit of a show and tell, but I saw one where cops were just kneeing this black dude in the in like a gutter, like on the street, mm-hmm. and this white lady came up and just started ripping into them, mm-hmm. and they stopped. Like, don't, don't be fucking. What are you fucking? He's kneeing him in there, and they stopped so much that they kind of let him up, and the guy got up and ran off. Mm-hmm. But it was like that's what it, it took. It took a someone white else. woman yeah. to yell at the cops like, "Get the fuck off of him!" For them to think to. And this guy's just hoofing him, like, just I'm not surprised, but go, pulling him way back and just kneeing him in go, the side of the head. Down, yeah. oh, this, this side of the head, too, eh? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. These are police who are trained on several ways to take him down, but they're, like, they're going for no, broke on that. He turned it down, and they're just... Exactly. Just pulling. That wasn't even the point I was going to make. I was just talking about, like, <laughs> that's why it's so important for these allies and allies and people of not color... I don't know if you want to still call yourself white. I mean, throw yeah, another... I'm, I'm a little bit... You're coke. You're, you're ally. But, like, you have to be having these conversations with everyone else that I can't. That we can't. Because the second we get close enough to say something, I get fucking taken to the ground and kneed in the head. Yeah. It's so fucked. Nothing make Like, none of it makes sense. If you try to look at it from the law. Just the black and white letters of everything you've written out. What you write out, you don't fucking act out and follow through with that means everything's gotta go like the entire book because the training shows not to do this I've seen enough chokehold videos where it shows them how to do it but I've seen enough like I've never seen a video on how to knee guy in the head never seen that knee on the neck yeah yeah, that um, knee on the back like knees everywhere like it's fucked you know, I see do the right thing like baton yeah, and they've given cops so many ways to hurt people yeah, yeah. I had a point I was going somewhere <laughs> uh... more conversations and more difficult conversations that way they had to come over and scream well, you, you're talking about allies and how, scream how can like how can white people allies uh, best apply themselves during this time like Google the Google's a good one but Google how, how many of you how many friends have you had white friends come on kind of dumped out unintentionally probably white guilt on you, yep. kind of, like you that's, and that's where I kind of but going that's back been, to what I said that's been fucking white people are guilty the entire time man just, uh, the entire time yeah so like it's nice that you're about this cause but I've been dealing with your guilt for as many fucking different shit since I was a kid yeah like you want to go back to like fundamental what that is like jealousy is a weakened emotion but yeah. I've had friends who are no longer friends in part fucking shit onto me because they feel ways. I'll give you an example because I have a few examples of racism yeah. oh, I've, I've yeah. lived in my life. I'd love to hear them. But. I know you know. Wait, I was waiting for when we get a little sentimental yeah. in the podcast. Um, I went to university. I was fortunate enough to go to first university. Awesome. But join a club that just basically threw parties and we would charge people to the parties and we'd have a good time. One of our first parties was a tie-dye t-shirt party, uh-huh. which was fucking awesome, which meant we got money to um, get all these white shirts and put our logos on it and bought a whole bunch of fucking markers. And all you do is walk around and meet women, dance with girls, guys, drink, whatever, and just write shit on people's backs, front, sides, whatever. Have a good time. You would think that would be nothing but a good time. 
can see where this is going. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it was you drawing a dick on somewhere on my shirt, so yes, funny. Hilarious. That, that would happen. And it did happen. I want to admit I drew a couple cocks. Oh, well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why I had a black marker. I was yeah. drawing a couple big cocks. Um, <laughs> but one quote-unquote friend decided to write on my back where any player would have had uh, their name for their jersey. Not what you're thinking. Okay. But black by skin only. So those are one of those deep cuts where it's not a nigger, which you can hear and consume and fucking deal with it how you want to deal with it. Well, that's that's a bit of a thinker. That's you're saying you're black based on how I perceive what black is to be. Yeah. Not only that, you wrote on my fucking back, so I didn't know the so f- shit was on that shit till I took my fucking shirt off, right? So, I mean, I've had a few years to unpack that. It's a million. It's a lot of things. Yeah. But if you want to base it down, jealousy is a weak emo- like a like a weak emotion. Because you decided the way you met me, because I'm I'm not the average black person maybe you've met or you've seen on TV or you've seen portrayed through the media, or you've watched get jacked by the cops, is to you as a friendship. So you decide to make this joke. If it's a joke, I don't. If you want to laugh, tell me if it's funny. I don't think so. Pretty smart guy. You know, shit like that happens. I can give you a whole bunch of uh, nigger stories. I don't. I have more than just nigger stories, if that makes you feel better. Don't talk to me like I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm just talking, really, at this point. Um, it's it's odd. Everything's fucking odd. Because I'm an analytical mind, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. But like I'm an emotional dude too. In the same in the same fucking breath. So to oh. try and dissect shit as it's fucking with you is such like a masochist like, yo. And then you have to remember to love yourself, which is like a later on lesson, like, and then inherently the most important one. I would never change being black for anything. As much suffering as I've been through and potentially could go through and challenges I'll have to face, I wouldn't trade it. There's something about the skin that's so magic. And that I really can't explain, but there's so much ingrained in like the root of being black. And that's, and that shit has like been passed down too right like that shit that's like historic and and ancestor toric that's a word like the love for the black experience is huge because it's so flawed like even those that have the best black experience sooner or later are gonna have someone that's gonna just fuck with them on some stupid shit stupid shit um but like there's humor to it like there's it's the women are beautiful I mean yeah yeah the women are amazing. The women are the women are probably the best part of it. Like there's a beauty to being black. The art, the music, the style, the entertainment, the grace of it, the presence. There's a richness to it. Like the chocolate. Like that's the one stereotype that I'm alright. That <laughs> black people like chocolate's the best thing. There's a confidence. There's a verb. There's always an action word to it. The senses. All five and seven. If you're really hypertextual. The skin, the appeal, the celebration of being black. Again, happy Juneteenth. That shit came off of the people saying, what the fuck? But it's not enough, right? It's I don't want to say that enough. again at a perfect timing, but the timing was... 
Nice. Yeah, and necessary. It was nice. Yeah. And necessary. Nice. Like yeah. we had to give it, I don't need a breath. Yeah. From all this fucked up shit we're kicking up, man. Yeah. It's so deep. It's so deep. It's so deep. Um I have to say it because we haven't said it, and to not say it is fucked up. Rape. And I don't even have stories, but the fact that like for centuries black people get raped. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a whole other level. Raped. That I never I didn't understand. I didn't understand the the difference between light skin and dark skin Ugh. until I was like late teens. I wish you didn't like, make the connection right after raped. I, but that's <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me think of Fair it. Fair enough. As, as bad as that oh, is, no. that's okay. I see. Your, I, didn't, I see your connection. I didn't get. I see your connection. The difference, and and I remember I had a friend. I had a friend explain to me that his his daughter's light skin, and. She had her. She had set up an email, and it was light skin her name. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You don't understand why that's not an appropriate email." Correct. You can't go around. And he had, and then so he educating. He's telling me a story about educating her. He was educating me. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even. But that's and that's 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 crazy. Yeah. And the root of light skin versus dark skin, black skin, cocoa skin, is inherently. Those are one of the things that was impressed and imprinted on black people. We were forced to look at each other yeah. with animosity based yeah. on what society and like the media decided like this was the best version of black. Yeah. And that's something that's and, and that's that <laughs> shit that's still fucking so like, like like But that's like, that's yeah. how that's how fucking deep. Like that's like you you I paid for a psych- like a a 30-year psychologist in the industry to find something to fuck with a group of people enough that will have them, even if they push forward on one thing, still be able to get tripped up. Like, that's inherently deep that you can now infect a group of people that should just love each other and love everybody else, right? Because we're all humans. And still divide. And then it's find a way to, like, creep that apart. Fucking I saw your connection where you went with that. I was like, yeah, oh, shit, right? That's like, that's that's what made me think of it when you said that because it's like... That, and that's a deep one. Yeah. And that's a deep one, right? And be, Because it's so much community. That's... That's how deep systemic is. If you're changing my mentality on how I view myself, but how I view people that are all in the same struggle with me and I should just love because they're beautiful. But you're like, well, this beauty is a little, little better than that beauty. That's, that's the, that's, oh, man. Look, this how, this how much white people have been fucking with black people. They turn fried chicken, watermelon, and grape into weapons of like stereotypes and racism. Now those are three fucking amazing things. They're all delicious. I'll never <laughs> apologize for that. Yeah. Let alone people wanting to eat those things. But for you to now put an imprint, your control on if I eat this shit, I'm a fucking stereotype off of what you set up way back when you didn't think of me as a human. That's so fucked up. Like, they just want to take all the good shit. And we keep making good shit, by the way. Like, black people food, delicious. But the point was how deep they've turned things to just love into weapons of destruction against ourselves. You don't like uh, potato salad with just raisins? <laughs> I've had I, I like I like I like my raisins in my Because I like my spices. I like spices in food. I don't so do I. I like I like raisins in mayo. You in, like mayo? 
I like raisins and green salad, like lettuce salad, potato salad. Weird. So any anyway, sorry. So just to go back to the whole light skin thing. Yeah, because you love the light skin. No, I just there was there's poetry I was reading. Um, Spits and Oya Scott, yeah, and it was all Gimme. about that. Gimme, all for it. That's what. That's kind of. Well, here's a, here's one. I I'm a house slave born Akiwa, renamed Sarah. I have birthed two of my slave owner's children. My fair skin and features made me appealing to him, and I had no choice but to give myself for my own safety. My children have even fairer skin. They look more like him than me. So they don't know I'm their mother or their beautiful history. His wife could not bear children, so mine became hers. And it breaks my heart watching them grow, knowing the things they could never know. But I watched them as they learned to read and do as the owner does. And I kept silent out of a mother's love, knowing nothing good could come from the truth. They treat me as a slave, Sometimes even with unkind words. Even though from me they came, but for their sake I speak no words, so that their freedom will always remain without knowing a slave's pain. Some deep shit. Appreciate it. That's always Scott. So it's, it's not just her own. She's got a whole bunch of poems, but it's... Yeah, you guys should They're Google heavy. her. If there's any... If there's any OYA Scott. OYA Scott. And it's, well, what isn't heavy about this moment? Or these moments, or these these movements, yeah. It's it's a deep experience, deep experience. I I have have kids myself, so I can, I'm not... Perfect segue. I'm not black, but I have kids myself, so... So, that type of shit just... Mm -hmm. I can never imagine having, being in that situation. I can never... Well, that's that's the family dynamic, right? Like, you want to raise a little human smart enough talented enough wise enough to go in the world and make more better humans or humans around them better but if inherently that family system isn't to that level you're fucked before you even leave the door right and families are inherently the most complicated and complex relationships in your life bank it should be simple no, it's always, but it's not. And it's always the hardest to wrap your head around how much that will shape how you go into the world because there's a lot of shit that happens in the home that either you learn to watch out for or you have to unlearn that will ruin you when you go out there. It's weird. It's weird because you're talking about... yeah. The levels of hate that have been oppressed onto people. You want to create a child out of love. You want to create a family out of love. But you don't know what's going to get imprinted off of them. Off of simple talks. Do, do you do... Off of the way you think. Off of the actions you choose. This is a... This is a not, this, I don't know, I, I'm embarrassed to ask this question. But do they... But I feel like they should though. Do, yeah. do black families have the talk about... I've had several talks. That like did your did your parents go like this is I've had several talks. Case in point I gave a story. Um, like within the family, yeah. That's... To answer that question, they happened at several levels in my okay. family. All right. And again, it's only my experience, right? So understand 
you could keep asking black people, although I'd be careful on how you ask black people. No, I, I'm, They've I'm, all had conversations of what it is to be black here and in the world, and that can shape how you want to be black or how you express your blackness, which is a whole other level that maybe we won't get to. But I'm seven. I play in a soccer league, I guess. I'm seven. I basically run around yeah. and kick the ball when I can. Yeah. I think I'm the goalie because I have a different color shirt. That's yeah. great. And for whatever reason, today's my day. We won the game. Coach gives us, anytime he chooses a player, you get a coupon to go to Kelsey's. Which is awesome. You get a free dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's super happy. She put me in soccer. Get in Kelsey's. Drive there. Get in. We get to, in the doors, there's a little podium where the hostess is. Obviously, there's seats and there's a bar. My mom asks to be seated, presents the... The voucher. The voucher, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're good to go. The hostess says there's no there's no space here. There's no room. There's no seats. Clearly, we can see yeah. there's places to sit. I'm seven, mind you, so clearly she sees there's places to sit. A little more pushing of, hey, can we get a seat? Do I see seats there? Do I see seats there? Nope, we can't sit you, and we can't out honor that voucher. That says Kelsey on it. This is the 90s. Yeah? <laughs> By the way. Mid-90s. Yeah. So, a little back and forth, but my mom's smart enough not to stay in a situation where, you know, inherently feels racist. Yeah. Clearly, we were right about that. Or she was right about that. Let me give credit where credit um, is due. But we go back to the car, and I get a talk. I get one of the first talks I remember. I mean, ultimately, I got pizza out of it, so it was happy for me, seven-year-old. Right. But that's really how it kind of your life changes yeah because I'm not a seven year old who just looks at the world of like hey man soccer's great orange slices halftime yeah if I do good I get a ticket free dinner orange slices halftime that's that's fucking soccer it was more of the world is not always designed for the way you are or look in it seven right seven eight nine were just those years where I think I grew way more than I was expecting to, but yeah, I can have just vivid memories of situations that just unfold, and I'm not smart enough to comprehend what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, the people in my life are the ones that have to be like, you gotta listen to this now because your life's gonna be a little different based on shit. And that's why I wanna go back to the family because the family dynamic is so complex again and I want to say specific to the black household because God bless mothers fathers grandmothers all of them but they're all coming with their own baggage mm. and sooner or later baggage gets transferred to child you can do it the best way that you think but you hope not there are situations where People didn't have the right, like, and I'm fucking fortunate. Like, I feel like if I didn't have my grandma in my life, I'd have a completely different life, let alone be alive 100%. So I'm not trying to point fingers at how much I love my family or don't love my family. It needs to be understood that it's fortunate to have family. Mm -hmm. Just the definition of the word. Some people have been raised along people that were fucking vying for the same shit that they were supposed to be sharing or the same spot 
or dealing with the same or putting the bullshit that they got outside the house into the house and not knowing how to fucking transfer that or release that or not do harm with that and that's why the family is so fucked up because that's all you that's that, that's your first shit to the world like and you got a great family man and I I want to say it came from a great family too and that's usually the case like either you come from a great family and you know what to pick up or you've had such a shitty childhood that you made a promise to yourself there's going to be so much better. And I can run off names of just like celebrities yeah, and yeah. musicians or people I know who have just been like, this was fucked. So I fucking made sure yeah, I sure. 180 that motherfucker. Yeah. That's like, that's heartbreaking for it to be a motivation. But so loving that you're adamant about creating that. Yeah. And then there's like light skin, dark yeah. skin shit on that too. Yeah. There's more. I mean, yeah. but... That's why I gotta stress family. Family's so important. But so is the family you create. So the sooner that you can, if God forbid, the nucleus that you were attached to isn't working for you, that you can go find who you need to be your family. Because I've definitely created a second family in addition to my family. You included it. So there are people I fucking would go to bat for. And have worked and had tough conversations and put them through the ringer. If only to know it's like, yo, I need to know I can depend on you. And vice versa. Because family is inherently like one of the most important things ever. Like that's just the I believe that. And I ain't shit. Like I, I like I'm not living in this crazy mansion. I ain't got uh-huh. no wifey. I don't have a whole bunch of kids walking around. But the little things I got instilled that stuck was like, your family's everything. Family's everything. So if you can create that family, fucking create that family. And in this movement, it looks like there's a larger family. Like, there's more people you can invite to the cookout, which is the best fucking joke. Like, K-pop stands come for sure. I've, 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 had, I've had a couple of people say that to me. You're invited to the cookout? And I was like, I made it. Yes. Like, black cards going it. out, baby. We're charging everything. I did it. I was going to say something that I forget what I was going to say. It's all right. Shit. We can go uh, to a darker side if you want to. Which is to counter out all the love that you would get from family is the fate, the hate. And hate is definitely met by the way that black people were meant to feel about the black experience. So it's one thing if I live my life and I fuck up, I'm going to fuck up, I make mistakes. But then I can like laugh at my mistakes and learn at my mistakes. It's another thing if you, for example, because I need an example, not saying you specifically... Catch me in a mistake or create a mistake for me and then ruin everything to come from that mistake. There's a saying that black people only get one chance. I kind of believe that because there's so much designed around hate that if I'm having a bad day, if you look a specific way, if I'm jealous on whatever's fucking going on as the not black person, and fucking throw you in a mistake that's it and for a lot of people that we're having this movement for their mistake is getting killed yeah <laughs> like that's the bottom line of hate like that's the most extreme level of hate on top of all the other systemic levels of hate 
but it was never inherently me hating myself or putting myself in a place of danger. It was one thing if I go out and fuck in the middle of the street and I'm banging fucking guns like an idiot, threatening people, yeah, yeah. walking into, shoot, into schools and shooting kids. Because yeah. <laughs> I can honestly That's, tell yeah. you how many uh, school shooters are still alive. And white. And I was going to lead up to that one, but yes, definitely yeah, white. But, but got apprehended, got arrested and arraigned, didn't get beat, and to one fucking example, got taken to Burger King for a burger before they made it to the jailhouse. <laughs> Compared to how many kids that can't see out of their eye because they had a little bit of weed in their pocket? Yeah. Like, they just got fucked up. When they see us, if you want to watch a documentary... I've, I've watched some of that. That'll break I've, your heart. Yeah, you can watch that one. So hate's such a weird fucking thing. Because it's not even a balance of love and hate. Which is inherently important to every person individual. You want to have a balance in whatever you do. So when I say to love to hate, you have to have a balance of... As much as you're letting in, you have to be outputting. That's all it is. It's, op- it's an opposition. It's a counterbalance on a seesaw. Don't listen to the word. Listen to the energy you put behind it. And you gotta have even energy. If you have too much of a good thing, except ice cream, you can get fucked up. <laughs> Shout outs to Ben and Jerry. <laughs> ben and Jerry's yeah. Ben and man. Jerry's legit Ben and yeah. Jerry's fucking throwing the cookout they, they at were, this point. They were there. They were like from, from day yeah. fucking they one. Were there. Shout outs to Ben and Jerry. But when hate is taken out of your hand and given to someone else who doesn't care about balance and is only leading with that fist you ain't got nothing to fucking protect you or center you out because you can't worry about yourself anymore you gotta worry about this person this person this person this person you can't even bird watch in New York City without a woman weaponizing her anger that was fucking ridiculous and basically saying if I pick up this call you're gonna die like That's a daily thing. That's a daily thing that you could wrap your head around. Of, It doesn't even have to be an interaction with the cops. Theoretically. Just, yeah, it's, just... it's any interaction with someone that don't look like me and doesn't like what I look like. Well, um, it goes back to... We keep saying systemic, but it goes back to anything. If, we're, if you're describing... Oh... We're talking unconsciously too. Mm-hmm. There's a guy walking down the street. There's a black guy walking down the street. So automatically, a guy walking down the street by default is a white dude. Mm-hmm. No one says there's a white guy walking down the street. Oh, guy is enough to. That's what we're talking about. That's that's, co- that's coded enough. That's coded. Enough. That's already there. And that and you can thank entertainment, music, media for kind of. Uh, I don't want to say sports yet. But for kind of putting a hand on what the default was. Because I've seen a fucking lot of movies. Yeah. And I've had to search for movies that show people that look like me, at least in a good light mm-hmm. or an equal light. It's not just one black person in the movie. But the default's always been the leading man's been the, the tall, dark. Tall, dark, and handsome means white person. <laughs> that don't even make sense. <laughs> That's movie shit. That's the default. That's the brainwash. That's the inception of, look at this. This is what you need to be good as. 
And the opposition to that, because for every good guy, there's a bad guy. Like you feel for Native Americans, First Nations, we played cowboys and Indians. I mean, I got defaulted to Indians, which was fine. But damn, that's the game that you learn when you what, like eight? Yeah. Bang, bang, you dead, Indian. Oh. Fuck. You want to go see a Redskins game? Fuck. That's the... <laughs> Redskins. Fuck. But that's, like, that's how systemic it is. It's always... There's always a way to monetize the, bel- the belittling of a people. There's money to be made in fear, and when I have them under my thumb in a position where they need me to do anything. Right. And it's so fucked up. Especially now because as we sit as at the end of the month, we haven't really heard, as as big sports fans, we haven't heard a lot from ownership or the governor's boards for a lot of different organizations through a lot of different sports. And you would think, not only in a pandemic, but in a movement when when you're trying to show that Black Lives Matter, the lives that you largely employ, you would be there of support. Of your words or your dollars or your resources nada or not a lot I mean Jordan dropped money but we can talk about the GOAT for uh, many different reasons I'm not going to bring him into a race relation that's giving him a fucking shout out and that's why I say you need media from different places. Because yeah, CNN, yeah, CNN yeah. NBC, CS, uh, MS, no, no. MS, NBC, no. Fox News are not going to tell you. These people aren't contributing to this thing that's going on over here. And if you just look at links on Facebook, you're uh, fucking, you're, that's, that's tailored to you. That's just confirmation bias. That's not, I, that's not, that's not research. I fucking hate Facebook. Oh, God. I'm on it like a motherfucker, Definitely but I started. fucking hate it. Well, anything that's designed behind a system of I need a like in order to feel validated for what I'm saying is fundamentally flawed. That right there is the big... If that's all... That's the bottom line. Yeah. I only have Facebook so people know I'm still alive. If you get likes but, and that triggers your dopamine... You're fucked. Uh, there's something fucking wrong with you. And to keep you on that dopamine, we're just going to keep flooding you with things to keep following, right? Also, I just I do want to say, Jerry... Go. I was just, I was just confirming something. The bird watching video? Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Cooper, the man who... Oh, I know his name. Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper. Yeah. No yeah. relation. Comic book. Comic book writer. So. <laughs> we did talk about comic Yeah, got, got, yeah, got we did. <laughs> A little bit. He did some work on A little bit. Harvard graduate, too. By the way. And that shouldn't even matter. No, it shouldn't, but. Another tip on the cat, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. You just want to watch some birds. That's it. That's all he fucking wanted to do. And then this woman was illegally walking it but anyway no no you can talk about it because there's two sides of that story like she was fucked up for that phone call but a lot of people didn't get outraged till they saw what she was doing to the dog yeah and she was fucking up that dog but if your ranking system is a dog over black people yeah there's something fucked up there there's something that you need to fucking pay attention to think about it well, not you. I'm trying to. Trying to well, I, I, I've been thinking about it, buddy. That's we can't deny that shit. So it's it's weird where hate comes from. So many different angles. We we talked about law and justice, but the oppression and the mentality and the way you're thinking of things, the way you're forced to be thinking about things that you should be inherently loving, is so deep. And then the shit that's fucking casual, is I think the new wave. 
of systemic racism because while people think most of the struggle is over and we're now treated as equals, the workplace is highly fucking problematic with casual racism or polite racism or just ineptitude and the fact I'm still guarded and I have to adapt on how to react to how you're fucking up my shit is even more problematic because I'm not a black woman but they have the angry black woman stereotype Uh I'm a black man they got the angry black stereotype it's like there's certain situations especially in the workplace that they force you into and if you're not smart enough to know how to react in those situations that's it those goes back to those one mistake motherfuckers like they don't give you much chances or opportunities to be heard or sensitivity training or allies you you can run the gambit but it's something that's now getting to start talking about like that's the one thing fucking this pandemic and movement Black Lives Matter has been pushing to the service I've never seen so many other fucking institutions start to get toppled like I'm a wrestling fan right now they got going on hashtag speaking out which is talking about how all these fucked up people are getting sexually harassed and her and harassed and abused all in the wrestling industry from women and men. So the whole foundation is fucking shaking. And because all, all the other bird cages are shaking, wrestlers getting fired. The establishments are getting shaken up, right? Um the black 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 trans matters is very important too. Because more than any race, I think it or any gender in the race, black trans people are getting killed. That's at exponential rates. Yeah. And that, and here's the thing about the movement: you take everybody, protect black women, protect children, protect black trans people, protect black men. Everybody's gotta go. I'm not gay, but I ain't no problem with it. I'm not trans. I ain't no problem with it. Uh-huh. They're people. And they're people that look like me. They're people with stories that look like me. So I'm not a woman. No. Protect them. I'm not a child anymore. Protect them. Right, and it's it's like, how do you not bend your head around protecting children? Like, they don't know they don't know nothing till you teach them, till you imprint on them, and you don't want to protect them because they look different than you. There's the the amount of innocence in a child. Oh, so, yeah, you... black it's, women. Racism isn't born; it's taught. Like, it's not. Yeah. On so many different levels, we've, it's we've it's passed proof. down, yeah. generational. I mean, it'd be nice that if I knew I could be a uh, white upper class uh, son of a millionaire who was son of a millionaire, son of a millionaire, to get all the fucking green lights to get the perfect life. Be nice, that'd be it? that'd be fucking amazing. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. But to step on so many fucking heads in order to do that and keep your thumb in a position of control, like. How is the 1% saving anything? Literally and figuratively. You're not, like, you're saving this money to do what with? Nothing. You're you're saving this system... To have. To do what with? To leverage over other people. Well, clearly Walmart's making money off all lives, so... Fucking Walmart. They got that flipped. I I was... Man... (laughs) I keep laughing or chuckling because that's what I do when I'm... Oh, yeah. We're, I got nothing else we, to do. Well, we both have... I've been saying this from, I don't know, early age. If I'm not laughing, I'm crying. Yeah. 
I, now that I unpack it, there's a lot black experience to that shit. So I definitely make a lot of dark humor jokes, let alone find ways to laugh. But that's imperative during all this shit, especially if shit's getting kicked off. Yeah. Like George, uh, sorry, May 25th was a, a bad day. So I made sure like 26th, 27th, 28th was filled with whatever escape for like an hour or two to like get me out of this. Did we, we, didn't, we didn't talk that day, did we? I think I think so. I think I I I purposely was leaving you alone. I was like, this is not. Yeah. This is not the time. I wasn't talking to a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people are. I truth say, I was watching a lot of Dave Chappelle. Who, I've come around to your, I've come around to your way of thinking. He is most definitely the greatest of all time in his in his lane. Yeah. And to see how. His process for dealing with all this stuff was to find the humor in it. Oh, the eighty forty six was fantastic. Oh, I wasn't even getting there yet. Like that, that was, was yeah. that's not even funny. That's more just no, him like funny. a sermon of like, yo, the street, the streets is ready. The streets is watching. The streets don't need me. I'm there for you. But his his mind on his black experience, the black experience, all the experiences, because he goes to the gambit. We'll pick a we'll pick a special and he'll fucking go into it. It's hard not to look at him. Yeah, every yeah. But I'm just it's just hard not to look at him in in goat status. But I want to say even a higher status. He may be this genera- generation's Muhammad Ali, in terms of such a transitional figure that carried a weight of people behind them that he was like Muhammad Ali will always be the people's champion. I think it's safe to say Dave Chappelle is always going to be the people's champion. Like he for me he was so fucking necessary, mm. so necessary. to unpack and laugh for a minute escape for a minute before you go back into this fucking fire that we didn't even create it's it's different I mean we're getting blamed for looting and fucking with the cops and you you name it I don't have the list but it's not a position where we signed up for you guys kept and not saying you guys you guys them guys backed us up against a wall and been backing us up against walls and saying we can do about it. We can do about it. We can do about it. And still killing people. Like, black people getting lynched in yeah, America. Yeah. I saw some of that too. That's lynched. <laughs> like it's fucking 1800. Like if you're looking for a message to send, lynching a, lynching a black person and then saying it's suicide. Yeah. Because yeah, of, that, that... All, of all the ways to end it, a black person can go that historic to fuck up everybody else that sees that shit because it doesn't just fuck up him and his family it fucks up everybody history is littered with pictures and just reminders of how mistreated black people were if that's what you're looking for understand that balance of history can also be littered with kings queens inventions music food love athletes that helps shape your culture music Listen, if you're a fan of Wu-Tang Clan, you can't be racist. <laughs> Fuck that shit. If you don't like if you like Wu-Tang Clan, you can you better be saying Black Lives Matter. There's no fucking way you can be the opposite of that. Music and music is inherently in everything. Like we're big hip-hop hand, heads yeah, too. Yeah. How you listen to all these people that for all these years have been talking about their experience and how they get fucked up. And the only escape is to get on the stage and scream about how I'm getting fucked up. To be like, "Well, you know, all lives all matter. Lives matter. matter yeah. That don't that don't make sense. Maybe you're not ready for hip hop, which I'm fine with. Take some time. Yeah. 
Music's vast. Educate. Enjoy some other shit. Educate it, yourself. Where does talk? But that's right. all it is right. at this point now. Don't come to me with a stupid argument if you wearing all the the culture clothes. You're eating the culture food. You're watching the culture sports. Your favorite your favorite movie star. It don't make sense. It's inherently ingrained. Black people are inherently ingrained in everything, whether by choice or by want. Our fingertips are rooted in, I don't say everything, a lot of things. Definitely in the pop culture. Huge in pop culture. And when you boil that down, that always means it came from a black woman. Because even if the person that created that was a man, he came from a black woman. Always. If you want to do the science on that, you're an idiot. You're missing the point. <laughs> Protect black women. They have the utmost. What's the most important cheese, uh, uh, piece on a chessboard? Queen. Correct. She happens to come in two colors. Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> so if your only rule in life was, hey, maybe I should protect queens. Black, white, all other colors, but women in general? That's pretty smart. But the fact that we haven't, and this is why I turn back on me, we haven't done more to protect black women as a whole is fundamentally fucked. They're, they've birthed everything. And they're still getting doors kicked in and shot up. Breonna Taylor. And this is a black woman who is just minding her business, uh-huh. sleeping in her house. When police don't knock, don't announce, don't say shit, but kick in the door and empty out eight shots into her failed protecting black women. And the fucked up situation, because that's even fucked up as itself. But again, I've already stated I'm not surprised. It hurts to say, but I gotta be honest. The fucked up thing is the way you try to correct that obvious mistake, that tragedy, isn't to arrest the perpetrators, the police, quote-unquote, who kicked in the door, shot first, didn't announce, no badges, no procedure, just murdered, not to arrest them, but to create a, a law that says we will no longer have police kick in the door unannounced, called the Breonna Taylor Law. Now, the law's not fucked up. What's fucked up is you have a law before you've arrested anyone for her fucking murder how do you how do you invest in a justice system that works that way they're not looking for justice they're saying just us and that just came to me so i'm going to enjoy that a little bit <laughs> oh, I was, I thought you, I was no I, that, that was that wasn't that wasn't written down but going back to the importance protect black women Respect them. It ain't hard to do that shit. If you want rules, people, I can give you some rules of how to just, you know, live your life with black people. Uh, I don't know. Number one, can't say nigger. We didn't have a huge nigger talk because we don't need it. This is not day one shit. Number two, don't murder us. I mean, we talked a little bit about murdering, but to the fact that murder includes rape too. Don't rape us either. Like, there's no need for it. Especially in the positions that you're in. There's always a there's always a better way. Always a better way. I don't know why they it's always shoot to kill. There's so many other appendages you can hit that will fuck me up, man. 
Respect black women. Bless the queen. I say it again. That's just a rule. Don't fucking touch her hair either. Don't ask why you can touch her hair. Leave her hair alone. If you have more questions, research the internet. There are articles and videos of black women telling you why you can't fuck with their hair. Don't ask a, a black woman why you can't touch her hair. And I says, no. D -d -d Don't. There's too much fascination on that. Love black children. I mean, love them like any other children? You would think that's an easy thing to say? It sounds easy enough. I mean, <laughs> I'll say it again. Protect trans black people. Protect gay black people. Protect black men. But they're, they're ultimately, in addition to all those things, which I think are fairly easy to abide by. Simple. Simple rules. Is unlearn and relearn. And we're all guilty of that shit. Yeah. There's so much that we have allowed ourselves to be brainwashed into and accepted as a truth and a reality on how we live. And we're so much smarter than that. We're, like I give, well, I give the three people listening to this so much more fucking credit. The fact that we're so brainwashed, myself included, to the way that they forced us to think does not make sense to anything that you would want to build or live in in a world that we're trying to now create. And that takes work. That takes homework, man. I, I Yo, I, I'm the first to say I need more. And I've been reading a fucking lot. Uh -huh. I've been watching a lot. But I can read more. I got more conversations. I march more. Donate more. And be persistent. Like, this... These types of, of movements have happened before, or tried to happen before. They've happened, but they fizzled out, or, or something comes in and kicks it up. This is where social media is a beautiful thing. Social media, the internet's a beautiful thing, because you can stay on top of it. You stay persistent. Well, you, it's a marathon, man. Yeah. So, however Don't you need to... let the media back up. No. Don't, well, yeah, don't. the bottom line is, we become the media. Yeah. You get to create the narrative, or show the viewpoint that everyone else isn't showing or have the conversations or say the things and it's okay to say things wrong if you're open for the conversation to say it right that's the learn and unlearn you gotta have those fucking tough conversations but less with people that don't look like you and more with people that do look like you because mm. that's the reach I can reach you because you my homeboy but I can't reach your kin or your hockey team or your whatever whatever mm -hmm. I'm not connected like that that's where the misstep is that's where we need more people on the movement. Or just to unlearn what the fuck they thought was truth. The norm. And the fucked up thing, that was the norm. That's, yeah. That's been the most abnormal thing to the human That's experience. That's the most devastating thing to... I mean, how do you not say that? You know. So we're going to talk about Emmett Till. And if you don't know Emmett Till... He was a young black boy who was falsely accused of whistling at a white woman and I want to say the 1950s. Forgive me if I misquoted the years. Again, I'm not a stats dude. Stat boy, coming back soon, buddy. <laughs> that was a nice, nice shot. Now, the unfortunate thing about Emmett Till is he never got to live past, I think, his 18th birthday. And I'm overshotting it by a few years. He was maimed, lynched, killed off of a woman saying that he whistled at her. A false claim. And white people did what they did. Now, 
if you understand the story, you know that the woman, whose name I'm not going to repeat because you'll look it up, on her deathbed, recanted, didn't it? recanted the entire story to say that never happened. The fucked up thing, on top of that, because no surprise, I learned about that story was, well, that was happening between Emmett and his mother, Mammy, in their life. Their father, Louis, was over in Italy fighting in World War II. So maybe, or around time. Do, do, your, do your math and years, everything. Don't discredit me off me getting years wrong. I mean the 40s. I apologize. Um, who was also falsely, accused, also falsely accused of raping a woman <laughs> by the army. Who subsequently See, that I didn't know. sent him to be hung and was killed overseas. The way that Mammy found out after losing her son that her father had died Sorry, that her husband had died overseas was she received the flag at the knock of the door by the military. So, the country he had signed up to save had turned their back on him. Not to mention his son, who he's probably meeting at the pearly gates with a lot of confusion. What the fuck are you doing here? But entrusted to make a better life for his family by joining the American military only to have them turn around and treat him like a fifth of a man. Three, three-fifths of a man, excuse me. That was the extra layer to a story I've always heard and known growing up. But, you know. How do you not hate? Nobody cares. 